I'm Josh. I'm Tim. And this is Dumb Bench Binging. <laughs> we gotta refine that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, okay. That's a stance to take. So, um, let's date it. The premiere of the first episode of 1984 was last night. Yes. And um, we are two people who've watched it. <laughs> that is American <laughs> Horror Story 1984, episode one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I guess to yeah. start, like, the opening scene was obviously just ripped right out of a slasher film where the teens at camp are having sex and they get they're killed. They're having sex. They're fucking. The kids are fucking. Can you believe it? In, in, a, in, in a slasher, the kids are fucking? Wow. <laughs> um, I really did like the, the transition that they had in that first scene where she was like, taking her shirt off and you saw like the shirt over the lens and then when the shirt came off the two the two other people that she was having sex with uh were impaled by a machete yeah face that was cool it's actually really cool um and then the opener i really liked the like 80s synth remix music i loved it It was really cool. Um, It really made up for the fact that it was not the classic like American Horror Story sting that we've had for eight previous seasons. Yeah, it like like I would maybe be mad about it, but I wasn't because it it was just so 80s that and that's the point of this season. So I liked it. Yeah, I also really liked the um, the character interactions that we had where it's just them in like a jazzercise class and it kind of pause and like their name would like scroll across the screen in like a very 80s font yeah um i loved that i also loved the outfits um (laughs) i was very i mean in the sense of like like a lot of the outfits are very ugly but they are very like on yeah, I was and just I like. Loved, I think his name is Xavier. Yeah, see, here's my problem with Xavier: <laughs> is that, um, given the opportunity, I would 100% dress like that without the um, prompting. So I did not like this look into myself. <laughs> this cursed-looking glass um, reflected back did... at me was my evil version, Xavier. The, no, but I loved that look so much. <laughs> and the tiny, stupid little backpack made it. Oh my god, and then his outfit with like the the like white flare pants and the blue turtleneck. Just everything about the styling for this character is just on point. So good. He's got like the George Michael hair and the earring. Yeah. yeah. He's just it's, it's so good. And then my only other really like note for the opening was just that I love Billy Lord. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, just... I, I Not necessarily her character, just her. I know. 
I I don't know if this is like some weird late term nostalgia for the previous cast, but like I was just not feeling it this entire episode. I didn't really have a problem with it. I think I'm kind of glad to have a lot of fresh faces. I don't mind new actors, but it's just it felt like none of the people acting could really bring a, a strong performance as like the previous actors we had. Like we've had fucking Jessica Lang for so many seasons. Like we're spoiled. Yeah, but we haven't had her for a while. I know, but then there was Sarah Paulson and like Sarah Paulson. You <laughs> just like Sarah Paulson. Of- <laughs> Sarah Paulson's not always a good actor in this show. Well, it's not a fucking good show. You can't be 10 out of 10 for like... No, exactly. But I'm just saying like every single person pales in comparison to Jessica Lange. Which, yeah. And I think it helps me that this season is very 80s, so the fact that it's kind of like cheesy and stuff doesn't mind doesn't it doesn't mind doesn't bother me um because it makes it feel more like an 80s movie Mm -hmm. which i'm sure that wasn't necessarily intentional but it helps (laughs) i think most of my hang-ups is this really just does not feel like american horror story to me it doesn't but i'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt since this was the first episode yeah Hopefully, they'll we like... haven't had a lot. The because I do agree with that. The only scene we'll talk about it more later, I guess. There was one scene that did feel very American Horror Story to me. One or two, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it felt more just like an '80s slasher film. Yeah, and the hinging off of that, I get that the conceit is like for the entire show is to take like horror tropes and kind of like do something fun with it kind of like stupid and badly written campy adjacent yeah but every fucking thing they did in this 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 episode it was not anything new it was just straight up like lifted concepts with like no deviation yeah, I and that's why, like I said, it's the first episode, so I'm still willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, like, I'm not going to not watch throughout the season. Like, I'm just, I'm I just not, can't do that. I'm not going to not watch the show anyways, even if it keeps being shitty. But Yeah, like, I sat through all of Cult, so right, I exactly. have no taste. And, this, I no and compared to that, this was a great time. Yeah. So. Um, then they just, then, I don't remember the character's name, Emma Roberts. Oh, yeah. Almost gets murdered by the Night Stalker. Which fucking, okay. I get this is the first episode, they're not really, like, understanding the stride. The, the pacing from, like, the scene before that, that scene and the next, it made it feel like it was a flashback. Yeah, it was weird. It was paced really oddly. And then, like, it because happened? we go from like this aerobic studio to her almost getting killed to yeah, them in the van on the way to the 
Camp. Almost getting killed felt like the classic like American horror story, like oh fake out, it was a dream, whatever. It like legitimately happened. It was played off like it fucking happened, and it was serious. But like, but it, the pacing was just weird. It was weird. I did not follow. Like it took that whole fucking scene for me to be like, oh shit, no, this happened in the story. And also, side track, it's fucking Richard Ramirez. <laughs> Episode one. What? I I couldn't tell them that's who that was. The fact that she was no, so easily able to best him with a fucking like frying pan. Wild. It's and just... then we have so then they're on their way to camp in the van. Mm-hmm. Doing Coke. <laughs> yeah. Oh Which, my god! Can, what, I, I thought what? it was funny because I mean it's the eighties. Yeah, of course they're doing coke. Um, what was other white boy's name? Chet. Yeah, Chet. Okay. Who was played by Olympian Gus Kenworthy? Oh really? Yeah, he's the he's that he's the gay skier. Holy shit! I had no idea. Sit like three quarters of the way through the episode. Jesus. I just like, I wanted to make a comment that um, they really need to work on giving him actual costumes <laughs> for this show. Like I get the, they're like trying to play up the like. Uh, Jockness of him. Yeah, by slutty jock. And stuff, but. But it's like, well, Jesus I did, Christ. I liked his first outfit because it was like a crop top. Yeah. And it. It. I literally, I was like, "Woo, but, crop top!" We didn't really get anything. No, yeah, outfit it's like, from him, and I'd like to see more. A good but I don't portion. Think he's probably going to mostly just be shirtless. Yeah, and like, because that's the thing. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It's just again, nothing new in this season. Like when they go to the gas station, and the guy who get, pumps their gas. Ed yeah. came on. We immediately yeah, he's like a mechanic too. We immediately called it he was gonna die by the end of the episode. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. And he's like, Don't go to that camp. <laughs> That's I mean they hit the hiker. Yeah. And um, I was upset that the hiker died immediately too. Concussed and doesn't remember anything. Yeah. Um, seemingly, bef- like, was like that before they hit him. Yeah. Obviously, yes. Um, they take um, him to the camp. Then we get the camp owner, <laughs> who is the girl from the beginning flashback, we find yeah. out. Which, again, um, not fucking surprising. A little um, bit let I down. Actually, like, like, didn't mind the way that they did that though with her mm-hmm. like i liked how they made her like this super christian anti-sex because of that yeah. encounter it makes, no, yeah, like it that... made sense surprisingly well written for this show yeah that was like inc- like i was shocked i was like oh i mean i guess that makes sense you almost fucking died because so... of sex yeah. yeah no it like I actually really liked that. Um, 
and that actress seems to be having a lot of fun yeah she also like she was in cult too and she seemed to have a lot of fun mm-hmm. there um, she gets I to enjoy play, like, really fun yeah i i enjoy Just her batshit insane uh white mothers is yes. her character she's good at it it's fun i don't blame her um and then we have Angela. chef birdie who i want more of i know she was so fucking funny <laughs> holy shit she's she's so she's funny I really hope they don't forget she's a character until like midway through like they usually do with those kinds of characters. Yeah, I feel like they probably will, but oh my god, she's so funny. I will cherish uh, the little little scenes that we got of her. We got <laughs> God, she's... she's so funny. Queen. <laughs> and then they um, um... backtrack slightly to the guest yeah there's this weird part where xavier calls his own voicemail oh yeah that part implied that xavier is gay maybe yeah wasn't quite sure what to make of that it was weird it was weird and like i didn't know exactly what was happening either because like it also was like he's also got like a fucking stalker or something trying to kill him no exactly and it's like, isn't that it's, boring Emma Roberts character's thing as Richard Ramirez is? Can we like, stuck. can we real quick talk about how just unconvincing she is in this role? It really, I actually did want to talk about that because she's playing like this good girl. Yeah. And it just doesn't work because I'm so used to seeing Emma Roberts play a bitch. Yeah, it's just... I, she's just not and convincing. Emma is honestly just better at playing a bitch. Yeah, I don't want to make any fucking like assumptions about a celebrity's personality, but it seems like she's just a bitch. No, exactly. So and she's, <laughs> so it's like, like we'll see if it changes as the season goes on. But, but right now, it's both. It's just boring and unconvincing. And just so annoying. Annoying. I do like some of her outfits, but that's about it. Yeah. And it's... But that's like, I like most of the outfits in general because I like ugly 80s clothes. <laughs> yeah, we know. I've seen what you wear. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I mean, I do own hot pink aerobic shorts and a windbreaker to match so that's (laughs) we know um then we get the nurse love her she's so fun she's very fun um i would hang out with her seems like she's actually gonna be like a decent part of the show yeah which is nice and shockingly i haven't had any issues with her writing so far yeah her and Ray have been written really well. Yeah. With whatever little writing Ray gets. Right. Ray hasn't had many moments yet, but I'm hoping that that continues as the season goes on. I don't have a I lot like, of hope yeah, for it. No. But I, I like hope. I like the um, little snippets we get of him just being like a really good, cool dude. Yeah. 
He's <laughs> just a nice guy. Who does a lot of coke, apparently. But like, There's hey, it's the 80s. Because it's the 80s. <laughs> Ray's, um, a, Ray's character trait currently is bad mullet. Um, and substance abuse. But also nice. Yeah. <laughs> he will he will lend an ear for and all then the fucking Mr. Shoe. Yeah, the I don't know his character name because I just I didn't catch a lot of the character names, but the, I know I just Let's, um, it's Mr. Shoe. The the baby elephant trunk in the room. Can we... <laughs> <laughs> um <No>, I... <laughs> He was in a deleted version of the Jane Fonda workout tape where his dick was too distracting. His monster long has Oh my god. And then can um his thing with Montana, can we real quick did they ever establish ages for these kids? It it was implied that they are all over eighteen. Because I know they said, like, they were talking about class, but, like, fucking people were in college. She said she was taking classes at the college, specifically. Okay. So, okay. Because I wasn't entirely sure. They were all, like, late, like, 18 to 22-ish. I would sure fucking hope. Um. (laughs) But, yeah, the, the thing with him and Montana is really Weird. awkward Montana in general like I just don't like the character I don't dislike the character um but I think part of that is that I just like Billy Lord yeah probably um cause it's just Montana doesn't have a lot to do other than like the stupid like queer baiting shit that like all it's like we don't have gays unless they're women so that we can show two women having sex, but it's not yeah. gay. Which is problematic. And it's like, I don't give a shit if she's, like, attracted to women. But it's like, this is clearly, it's, they're not but doing like, anything, like, better. they're not doing anything, like, modern with it. They're just sticking straight to the 80s tropes where it's like, ho-ho, women be fucking. You know? Yeah. This is... But I think I think I'd have more of a problem with that if we didn't also have Brooke as the counter to that. Yeah. Because it's like at least it's not both of them at this point. Yeah. But again, it's just I do think like I would like to see Montana get an actual character. Ideally, yeah. Um she has like I think my favorite line of the entire episode where she's sleeping and Brooke wakes her up and she's like someone's bringing the and she like she pulls a pocket knife from out from under the pillow and Brooke's like why do you have a fucking knife yeah she's like because I have a suspicious nature like (laughs) that was so so fucking funny that just goes back to sleep (laughs) that line that line and then um Chet's line where like they're all watching the Olympics and Brooke like makes some offhand comment. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. You don't have any fucking clue. And it's just he's like, you weren't an athlete. 
<laughs> he was immediately hostile with it. And like so, Oh, it's so funny. That line wasn't supposed to be funny, but it sure fucking was. It was. Um uh, then we get so well we got the backstory earlier with Mr. Jingles, he's the killer. Yeah. Um how, how do we feel he's about that because he has key rings yeah. like a ring of keys that jingles. How do we feel about um the name? I hate it. Yeah. Oh. It sounds like a clown name. <laughs> it does. My like, fucking notes for this entire like, character. Like... <laughs> Do you want to know my singular note about Mr. Jingles? Yeah. Um, I wrote down Mr. Jingles fucking sucks. Yeah. And that's it. He's not anything new. Well, my suspicion, especially since we have the Night Stalker too is that he's is that Mr. Jingles is by no means going to be the only killer terrorizing this camp. Yeah, we've already got Richard Ramirez, but like, yeah, my issue with Mr. Jingles, other than the fact that his name is just not scary, it's terrible. Um, my other issue with that is it's like he's... such a boring backstory for a killer. Yeah, so predictable. Like v- Vietnam vet PS. Uh, no, no, he wasn't even, yeah, no, but no. he wasn't even traumatized. He was like discharged he because liked, he cuts ears off of the people he kills, and he likes to do, and he likes to kill. But he's just such a clear Michael Myers ripoff. With the issue being that Michael Myers' like scare factor was the fact that like nobody understood why he had no fucking motivation to start killing, and he just fucking did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and they like, took all the away with jingles. Exactly, they took all the all of it because like another thing that worked with Mike Myers so well is you never fucking saw his face after he was like nine. Yeah, and we've clearly seen Mister Jingles' face multiple times already. Yeah, and I think they were uh, trying to like make a connection between him and Ed Kemper because like the resemblance is uncanny with like just a different haircut. And yeah, just trying to stockpile the fucking actual real life serial killers in here, but it it doesn't work. When you're trying to make a Friday the Thirteenth esque serial killer, you cannot give him a character. Because exactly. because the whole point with Halloween and is the mystery. It's just like you don't know. It's just it's a, a thing. It's more of a thing than a person. It has gotten to the point where this singular desire is to desire. kill. Yes. And they won't stop at anything. Nothing seems to hurt them. Like, that's what's scary. And, like, that's the issue. Yes. So we Which get, like, may, flash... like yeah. maybe we'll get more of that. But I hope with a different killer or something. Because mm-hmm. Mr. Jingles yeah. is boring. Ideally, Mr. Jingle was just gonna like get killed by somebody else, and there's like a fucking Loch Ness monster in the fucking lake or whatever. Um, we do get like we have seen previews. Something is in the lake, and it's definitely not, not Mr. Jingles. Previews. Um, ah. Because again, I didn't have any commercials or anything. Yeah. So. Fucking bastard, so, man. I mean. But mm. it does excite me that there's something in the lake. There is something because we get like a two second 
clip of like um brooke dangling her feet over the dock and then something reaches up and it's very clearly not mr jingles okay i like that um Um, what else happens mr jingles was in like yeah like a prison or like a mental asylum or whatever yeah and he fakes a suicide it's everyone else um and then this woman goes there to investigate it, mm-hmm. I really want to know who she is. Yeah, I'm really interested in this character already. Um, she seems really fucking cool and interesting. I, I like almost, because like a... 80s factor. I almost want her to be like an X Files type detective. Oh, oh, I didn't even because consider speculated aliens in this season. Which I don't know if that's one of the topics they're going to revisit. I would really like them to revisit it. Maybe not this season. I think it would work well with the setting. And I think this could be a good season to do it because yeah, it kind of works with the 80s. Yeah, exactly. And with the summer camp to an extent. Mm-hmm. Very so. Um... So... I don't necessarily think that's what she is, but I would love for her to be like an X-Files detective. Yes, who's looking into supernatural events. But I feel like we're getting a setup where she's instead more of like a psychiatrist. Or even just a regular detective. I do like her, though. I like Whoever she is, I I want to see more of her she looks like she's gonna be this season's lana and um lana is the character that really sold me on sarah paulson as an actress so Mm -hmm. um i'm very excited to see where that goes um he murders ed was that the hiker's name oh no no that's the mechanic's name Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, he murders the mechanic. He also murders. Like, yeah, which that whole fucking like, there's no way. Like he he murdered the hiker. Wakes up. Um, he goes to the fucking mirror, and oh no, his ears missing. So like they've led this guy back to the camp that he we know he was already going to anyway. So I don't know. If, I don't know the the importance of the hiker. I really don't. Especially since his... To show... I don't really... Exactly. He wasn't very important other than just in the moment where um, Mr. Jingle chasing Brooke and the hiker is like from the the door. door. Yeah. And like my issue with that is like he was... which is like a that's another iconic Halloween kill, is like he is pinned to the door straight through with a knife. There would have been some sort of evidence, like a fucking nick in the door, blood somewhere. <laughs> but like Brooke gets chased by chased by Mister Jingle. She goes back to the cabin. Um, Nobody believes her, and then there's no evidence. Yeah, which is fucking weird. like I just don't buy it. Like the chase scene. Just like, yeah, cinematography wise, it was done in a really like 
classic horror way, and I really liked it. Yeah, it felt kind of Blair Witchy. Yeah, like... In a sense of what, like, Roanoke was attempting. Yeah, where you knew Mr. Jingles was there on the periphery, but it didn't really show him. It just showed her running in horror. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I thought that worked pretty well. I love how absolutely fucking caked in mud she got. Yeah. It worked really, like, kind of evoked a Carrie kind of look without... Yeah, and that also helped to, like, sell how scared she was in a way, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know the exact, like, like... Device. I don't know how to explain what I mean by that. I've never once taken a media studies course. I don't know. I don't have the vocabulary. Helped helped make it seem like more frantic. Yeah. That she was running so fast that she like kept falling and getting caked in all this mud and crap. Um but yeah, that no evidence. Uh, Um and it's very weird. She can somehow hear the payphone ringing from across the camp. While asleep. Yeah. With the cabin's TV on. With nobody else. The, the people no are... Open, yeah. It seems. People are up. They're awake in the cabin. And nobody else notices it. <laughs> but it's obvious that it is actually happening. Because Montana acknowledges that it's ringing. But she's just like, who fucking cares? Yeah. So then, like a dumbass, because she exactly. has to it be. It makes no fucking sense. She just goes to answer the phone and she's like, who's there? And then mm. you just get the trope with the breathing through the phone and then, like, whispered Satan. And then, this is the fucking and then night Richard stuff. Ramirez. He's back. Yeah. Which is very weird because, like, and I couldn't tell for sure if that was like real or not. Oh, it's definitely real. <laughs> like I know he's stalking her, but I couldn't tell for sure if he was actually like right there at the camp. Yeah, yet no, or it's definitely because that's how this this season this episode has been playing out. Mm. Is that he's like for real just there. And I another that was another point that let me down in this episode, like they're like, oh, cliffhanger. But, like, it would have been so much better if, like, it was the classic, like, Friday the 13th cutaway where it's, like, you see the lights on in the cabin and you're looking out the window and then you zoom out and then you just get, like, a side profile of, like, Mr. Jingle's yeah. back staring at the cabin waiting. That would have worked could so also much better. Well, if we hadn't seen her be attacked by him in this episode yeah Yeah. like if she was just she had said she wasn't gonna go but then she was in the van with them but not explained and then we see and and then the next episode we would find out about it i think that would have been better i think if we had more screen time like leading up to during and then after the attack of richard ramirez on her and then not had him reappear the same fucking episode, that would have been, like, and instead throughout the season, build up more, like, ten, like he's gonna keep calling or something like that. Right. Like, 
build up more fucking because now it just feels like a fucking like um like and what is it like a rotating cat like like a scooby-doo like episode marathon where you're just like a new fucked up monster every every episode and they're just gonna keep fought like being thwarted until it's like the ultimate serial it just i don't know a good portion of the horror for slashers is the like extended amount of time where it's just tension to like just exhibit this um the monster as like a genuine threat who just does not give a shit about human life at all and like can't be stopped by human means and like just the fact that we're getting them all immediately at the same time and like another part of like the horror is like that they genuinely enjoy torturing and it just n- none of the villains for this really yet exactly like but again, just had, like sex yeah and that's so that's it for this episode really like that's everything that happens but it's like my overall feelings are mixed mm. so i'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt um and honestly at the at least at this point it's still like i mean it's miles ahead of cult not that that's hard yeah that shouldn't be our benchmark <laughs> like, like i legitimately did enjoy watching this episode despite it not being like all the way there yeah, no, I obviously I'm not gonna not watch it because, right? Like I'm an idiot, but I was just wholly disappointed this whole episode. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. It, it might just be because like this is just a whole just mess of a new cast, and like I just. And I- Take time to adjust. Yeah, I didn't cast. enjoy any of the performances this episode. Uh, it feels like we're getting. It felt like the pacing and the plot issues of later season Asylum, where they were just trying too much all at once instead of ex- like thinking about the long haul. Like they they know they have like a full. TV season to play out all the, but like, see, but I'm thinking the reason for that is again, neither of these are the real threat. Yeah, I I get that, but it's just like, but they didn't need to make it so obvious. They didn't need to make it so obvious, and they could have at least had it extend to two episodes. Yeah. To at least um, get the to evoke the kind of atmosphere that they're going to be playing with, but instead we just got Mister Shuna's monster dick, and like I didn't want to have to fucking experience that. Yeah, I but already we did. find I already find this man wholly unpleasant to view, <laughs> and now we get like a disgusting prosthetic penis, just to emphasize. The fact yeah. that he is hung, I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I hate everything Montana says. I don't. 
I don't really mind. The writing for her character, it. I think my issue with the writing for her character is it doesn't feel of the time. It feels like something like a modern day, like quirky, uh, like yeah, fifteen I, year old Twitter like users. That I really like the actress. Like, that makes a big difference. I'm sure I probably wouldn't like Montana if I didn't like Billy Lord. Mm-hmm. But I just feel I like Lord, so I do like Montana. She just doesn't get a lot of great characters for this show. They really. I know her more just like as a person. Mm-hmm. Slash, from being in Star Wars. Yeah. So that's like, because I've only seen her in Cult, which was a mess of a season as a whole. Yeah. But I think she played her character well in that season as she well. She really as did. She could for the writing of the season. Um. But anyways, overall. Yeah. There were obviously a lot of issues with this episode, but I like the ideas they're playing with. Like, I'm interested to see where th- where some things go. I'm really interested in that, like that detective, mm-hmm. and the aesthetics and the synth music are enough to carry me through the entire season, even if it stays bad. I could so. do with more synth, honestly. I feel yeah, like there was we didn't get enough. But I know we will get more, and that's enough for me. <laughs> my, yeah, this is really unfortunate to say it, though. My high point for this episode was the opening, where they were just... The opening was great. ...having fun in a jazzercise class. Um, my high point for this episode was um, Chef Birdie. Oh, God, yeah. Already forgetting her. Just like Ryan Murphy will. <laughs> but, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. see where the thing goes. That's my final. I really, yeah, I really hope if if we do get rid of Mr. Jingles, I hope it's early next week and um, we start, like, amping up for a bigger threat like implied to be in the lake or yeah hopefully aliens i'm i'm keeping fingers crossed for aliens <laughs> even though <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen um because then it'll just be like ahs gremlins <laughs> <laughs> i'm very gremlins. <laughs> i'm very excited gremlin I'm looking forward to I hope it happens the next episode um, because it is a summer camp for kids I'm excited for more characters that our main cast are put in charge of keeping safe yes I think that'll be interesting and it'll also give the chance for like that certain type of horror that comes with children. Yeah. Like with it or like Poltergeist. Or Chucky. 
Chucky's like Stranger Things stuff like that. And I'm interested to see what they do with that because we really haven't ever had like yeah, actual child <laughs> actors. I think American story. Yeah, the closest we came was what hotel? Yeah, we had a little bit of it in the hotel and I guess kind of violent being a, like younger in the first season. Yeah, and like I feel like they did pretty well with like Violet and like just they, the they general did... time period of okay with the kids in hotel too. Yeah, I mean hotel's but issue this... is not the child actors. This is a whole different type of children in horror. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they do with it. And it's very because like we're gonna ideally we're gonna have like a cast mainly of child actors if that happens. Yeah. And it's very obvious that like you can make effective horror with child actors. Stranger Things is going on like season three. Um, it's both parts are gonna focus a lot on the children. I haven't seen part two. Both parts have done really well and been very well received. Yeah. But part two, I don't think has children. I think it's the same characters as adults. No, yeah, it. But like I'm saying, like there's a lot of flashbacks still. Right, and it's For, at least from what I've heard. So basically, yeah, basically, I'm interested to see what they do with that, and I'm interested to see what they do with a couple of the things they brought up here. I am very worried that uh, Mr. Shu is going to last a while yeah I think he probably will I don't want to see him and I was glad because I was worried about it for a second when Brooke left Ray alone after his hand was cut but they did not kill the black man first or at least they haven't well they didn't because two people have died already so that made me really glad like he's learning Um, I'm Maybe. excited for. I just really love Angela Bassett, so I'm excited for Risa, uh, Rita. That's not Angela Bassett, is it? I thought it was somebody else. I swear to God, it is. Unless, like, I totally read the casting wrong. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Me too. Angelica Ross. Really? I must have just like fixed. I must have uh, fixated on like (laughs) the first two letters. (laughs) I was really helping. Really She might show up this season at some point though. Yeah, I thought she was confirmed for the season. I don't know. I hope she was. You know who I'm hoping is? Kathy Bates. I could see her being, but I feel like if she was, she would have been like Chef Birdie. Yeah. That seems like a Kathy Bates character. It does. But doesn't mean she won't show up. And I'm also, allegedly, Sarah Paulson might still have at least a cameo. I hope. But I don't know. Oh. 
Mr. Shoe's name is Matthew Morrison. That will okay. be the last time that um, he will be referred to as that. He's just Mr. Shoe. Mr. Shoe. Okay. Um, I don't think I really have anything else to say for this episode. Not, no, just, um, I don't know. It was, for me, a letdown. I really hope it gets better. But I feel early American Horror Story episodes are the peak, and then it just is downhill from there. So I don't have high hopes. I think we'll see. That's my opinion. It's just... I don't feel strongly like for or against it at this point. Um, Yeah, I don't know exactly what I'm feeling, but it sure is. It sure fucking is. Um, So we'll see. Yeah, hopefully... Hopefully they'll figure out what they want to do, but as as for right now, it just felt like regurgitated like tropes that worked better in other contexts where there was like actually part of the concept for the the monster. Yeah. Instead of like making this weird Franken killer, it just doesn't work thematically. Not really, no. Uh, down with Jingles. I'm very looking forward to his demise. Hopefully, again, hopefully that happens soon. Yeah, and it's just, that name is so fucking stupid. Yeah, I just honestly. One more time. If he had a better name, I wouldn't hate him as much. Yeah. There's just no fucking way you can take him seriously. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, these are the thoughts of episode one. Yeah, uh, we'll be reviewing each episode of the season as they come out. Um, you can expect those to go up Friday or Saturday, just kind of depends on the week and what, how much time we have for stuff. Because, um, um, again, this is not the only thing that our time goes into. These are just bonus episodes. These are, these fall on the back burner compared to our actual episodes we have planned which already get like a limited time of our days yes exactly we're both busy outside of this so these episodes will come out when they come out basically it should be um pretty soon after wednesday though because obviously like the opinions are going to be the strongest shortly after you yeah Especially with a new season, and also like just to stay relevant, I'm not. We're not going to fucking lie about this, but we would like to up view count. We would very much. We're um, we're not um, deceitful. <laughs> Please listen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want regular updates on what we're doing you can follow us on twitter at i keep forgetting uh, the twitter dumb <laughs> dumb bitch binge yes at dumb bitch binge or follow us on tumblr at 
dumbbenchbinging.tumblr.com with dashes in between each word. Um, our, yeah, our personal Twitter and everything. Yeah, they're linked. Yeah, personal stuff is linked. Um, Again, right now, just subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe to this. Our regular episodes come out every Thursday. And that's a much more set in stone than these bonus episodes. Yeah. Um, uh, we're um, still trying to figure everything out, though. So. Uh, still new to for this. now. Still yeah. So you can expect things to be a little messy for a little bit. Yeah, and um, we're going to try to get a couple episodes out and pre-recorded before we try to tackle another season of anything. Yes. So um, our next episode, this is, it's uh, what? Our next actual episode will be Cirque du Freak. Yes. And then after that will be Murder Party. Hopefully, yeah. And then uh, once October hits, we're we got big plans. Got a whole month of Halloween for y'all. Very exciting. I'm ex- I'm just excited for October in general. I am too. This is probably the most excited I've been for October in a while. Um, we really, yeah, we started off pretty strong, uh, doing this right at the cusp of the spook month. Um. Guess that yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We love you. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) If you enjoy favorite it, tell your friends about it. Thanks again. Goodbye. This has been binging.